listener production. Why did our share market fall even with more winners than losers? And find out which stock performed worst on the ASX 200 today. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. And I'm Laura. It's the 4th of May. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Laura. Stevie. We're back again. We're here again. Another, Another day. Loss. Another dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Another dollar lost, I yeah. guess, for the Aussie share market. <laughs> the Aussie share market. Which has yeah, gone backwards. Right. Tell us what happened yeah. today. The Aussie market managed to recoup from earlier losses today after a tough night on Wall Street. The ASX started the day down by about 0.6%, but it ended on a better note, only inching four points or less than 0.1% lower to 7,193. But the market is still down by about 1.6% so far this week, and unfortunately it's on track to fall for the third week in a row. Now, if we have a look at what happened this week, it's it's driven by many things. The RBA's shock interest rate hike on Tuesday, the Federal Reserve last night, they hiked the interest rate by 25 basis points, which was expected, but there were comments from Jerome Powell, the Fed's chairman, saying that there won't be any rate cuts if inflation remains too high. We've also seen falling global oil prices. So these are a few things that have been happening in our share market this week, and that's why we've been declining. But if we take a step back, we're still up by about 2.2% so far this year, and that's pretty good news. It, it is good news. I mean, we are on a bit of a losing streak, three straight days. We're at a fresh five-week low today as well, and we'll need a gain of around 1.5% or more tomorrow, actually 1.6% on Friday for us to avoid a, another weekly decline. You know, I'm an optimist, so I'm going to hope you that are. happens. You are, so look, it could happen. It we'll, could. We'll see, we'll talk tomorrow. Yeah, so we, we will. We'll find, we'll find out. out, tune in. <laughs> and the Fed did raise interest rates, as you pointed out this morning, 25 basis points or a quarter of a percent. And if you think that the rate hikes here in Australia are bad, they're even worse there. They've had 5% of rate hikes in a little over a year, and their interest rates have not been higher in about 16 years. So that's around more than 1% more in rate hikes over the same period, essentially, than here in Australia. And the US market did actually lose ground because I think it's partly at the you know a time when there are also concerns about US mid-sized banks with a number of failures and concerns that other banks could follow suit. So it comes at a difficult time already for, for markets. And you know the more rate hikes we get globally, the higher the likelihood of a, of a recession around the world as well. So you'll get these weird days sometimes, Laura, where the, the market's fallen. We've had nine of 11 sectors improving, eight in every 10 companies on our share market rose, but the market still fell. And the reason is how the market is essentially put together. Around 25% of the Aussie market are just the banks. 28% to be exact. 28. That's, for, that's why we do this together, Laura. Yeah. We can correct each other. So around to 28% of the market are the banks and they fell very heavily today, which is the reason why our share market fell. So if you put the banks to one side, the market would have actually been up around half a percent today. So I think that's important to, to keep in mind. Yeah, that's right, Stevie. And Super Retail Group, they actually performed worse today. So they're the parent company who owns Super Cheap Auto, Rebel, BCF and MacPack. After the market shut yesterday, they came out with a trading update. In a nutshell, the numbers showed positive sales growth across all of its brands, especially MacPack which performed best after a record Easter period. I went back and had a look what they said in their half-year results. 
Its sales for the six months ending December were slightly higher than what we're seeing now in the nine-month results. And this slight moderation in sales growth is in line with what we saw in yesterday's retail trade figures, showing that people are starting to be a bit more cautious with their retail spending, with the exception of eating and drinking out. The company also flagged inflationary pressures, so higher energy prices, wages and rent, and that could impact its second half results. So this might be what we saw coming out in its share price today and it lost over 7% today. And in the result, Laura, it's interesting because you can learn a lot from retailers and what they say about consumer behavior and trends that they're seeing. And they say that people are spending more on needs rather than wants again, highlighting a a more cautious consumer. So it's super cheap auto, for example, more maintenance products were were actually sold than usual. And the second worst performer today was NAB, which was down 6.5%. That's very significant for one of the largest companies on our share market. Again, the reason why our market went backwards today. So they actually came out with a whole series of half-year results. Cash profit is one of the the main numbers that analysts look at in in these numbers. They strip out some one-off things, like if they sell part of the business or any one-off items, they don't include those. So cash profit was up 17% to a little over $4 billion. The margins improved. The dividend grew to $0.83, which was about $0.10 higher than a year earlier. The problem though, and the reason why the shares fell, is that many of these numbers fell shy of what analysts were expecting. So profits overall, about $100 million below analyst expectations, the margins were lower and the dividend also missed the mark. So that's the reason for that. They basically highlighted the intense competition in the industry. Home lending is growing at a slower pace than many of its peers as well. And this was also ahead of both ANZ and Macquarie posting their results tomorrow. So I think that just created a bit of a sell-off in the banking sector. And that was the driver of what we saw today. Medical device company Polynovo was another underperformer today. They've been receiving some target price cuts in recent days and had a few more today. And that's even after its positive news on Tuesday saying it made its first sales of its new product a lot faster than expected. But the CEO did flag sales might be lumpy in the road ahead. And that could be the story that we're seeing in its share price. So Qantas was another underperformer today, actually. It fell 2.5%. It's dropped almost 6% now since Alan Joyce announced his resignation on Tuesday. One of the reasons, perhaps, is it's after 15 years as chief executive, and it's quite rare to see someone leading a company, a major company on the market, for such a long period of time. So I guess it creates a bit more uncertainty, but also it comes at a time when our market already has been falling, which I think needs to be taken into account. And just one last thing of note today in economic data, we saw China manufacturing figures released today, which showed a contraction in April for the first time since January. And that shows that China's economic activity has slowed. The report also showed lower demand, mostly due to its domestic market conditions and weaker than expected consumer spending. But if we take a look at what's ahead tonight overseas, we have the European Central Bank due to hand down its interest rate decision. So it's a big week for interest rates this week. This is the third central bank that's due to release their interest rate decision. And over in the US, we have earnings season continuing. We have Apple, Moderna and Block due to release profit results. And then over in Australia tomorrow, Stevie? Yep. So ANZ and Macquarie, that's going to be certainly major as far as what it could see. So Macquarie is coming out with a full year or annual results. ANZ will be half year numbers. And then we could get some other quarterly updates and a few dividend payments like Seven Group tomorrow. 
Also keep your eye on the Reserve Bank because tomorrow, yes, we had that rate hike on Tuesday. Tomorrow they're releasing the Statement on Monetary Policy, which makes for great lunchtime reading, Laura, if you've got nothing else. If you finish your Harry Potter <laughs> books, which I know you have, you've revisited. I will be reading it over yeah. a bowl of tuna and right. rice. And that one will come out at 11.30 a.m. Sydney time. And, of course, we already know that they've hiked the interest rate by 25 basis points. But what's more significant, perhaps, is the signal of potentially what's to come for rate hikes. So we'll be keeping our eyes out for that. Yeah, and one more thing with that too. They this is a semi-annual statement, so it only comes out twice a year. They often include the updated economic forecast that the RBA have for the Aussie economy. So this can give economists and analysts a bit of a hint of what's to come as well. That's why that's important. I should quickly mention as well tonight, watch the US banks because we've had three mid-sized banks collapsing in the past couple of months. Signature Bank, Silicon Valley Bank, and most recently First Republic being taken over essentially. And now all eyes will be on some other banks that you know, are kind of right in the middle of the of the bunch. PacWest is one of them, Western Alliance, Bancorp. These are stocks that have fallen very heavily in recent days. So if there's any other news or announcements that come out here, that could certainly be enough to rattle markets and set the tone tomorrow. Certainly one to keep our eyes out for. And on that note, Stevie, I think that wraps it up for today. I've thoroughly enjoyed this once again. Me too. We'll do this again tomorrow. And for our listeners, we'll catch you tomorrow morning for the Overnight Real Update. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.